I solemnly swear that I am up to no good. Bum bum ba bum 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 bum. Chapter one, Owl Post. Welcome to another episode. I'm Alex. I'm Molly, and this is Potter Watch. Ah, I'm so excited. Guess what today is? It's the first chapter of The Prisoner. Oh, I think we're going to do it together. Oh, all right. Sorry. Okay. It's the, the first, first chapter, chapter of The, the Prisoner, Prisoner of Azkaban, which just happens to be um, a fi- my favorite book and one of Molly's favorites. Yeah. At least close second, if not tied for favorite. Yeah. Um, so stoked. Soup's stoked. So we didn't have a password from last time because we're starting fresh so everyone can listen to this chapter um, even Voldemort out there listening. Oh boy, I hope Voldemort's not still out there listening. Well. All was well, Molly. All was well. Well, you know his daughter. What's we're, her name? We're not. <laughs> <laughs> Why? We were on such a good note. I don't want a sully prisoner of Azkaban with mentions of cursed child. Speaking of, though... Um, the tickets were announced for American Cursed Child. Um, the pre-registration is October 1st, so. Get the Kickstarter ready for us fans. Thanks. <laughs> I'm just, actually, uh, one thing I will say is that for Broadway tickets, J.K. Rowling and the company has made them extremely te- cheap. They start as low as $40, which Whoa. is incredible. They're matching the UK price, which is just, like, primo. Good on you, cursed child. Like, Hamilton, take note. <laughs> Alright, so this is chapter one, also known as Owl Post. And what did you rename it? I renamed mine... Cards to Heal Old Scars. Oh my gosh! And just background, Alex came up with that in about five seconds. Like, that's impressive. I knew I wanted to do something about Harry getting his first birthday card. Because, big deal. Yeah, same. Um, I took, like, the whole chapter to come up with it. It's, like, not as good. But as a little homage to the first chapter in Chamber of Secrets, the worst birthday ever, this is chapter one, best birthday ever. That's really good. No, that's (laughs) deep. I like yours better. That's good. Well, I like yours better, so. I guess we'll never know then, huh? Um, Everyone can vote. (laughs) (laughs) Um... Yay, so do you want to do a synopsis of what happens in this chapter? We know the big thing is he gets birthday cards. <laughs> you can do the synopsis for this chapter. Okay. Um, not too much. Um, J.K. Rowling does her thing of um, recapping kind of what's happened so far, who Harry is, who the Dursleys are. Um, Harry's doing his homework by the fire. <laughs> no, not really by the fire, but like in the middle of the night. Yeah. Well. Um. Although I did relate, oh sorry, this is not us oh, talking. Yeah, yeah. No, Continue. real quick. Um, so then, but then Harry gets like different birthday presents from Harry, Ron, Hermione, and Hagrid. Super sweet. They fill him in on what was happening over the summer, which I'm sure we'll go into more. But um, like Egypt and stuff like that. Um, and then he gets the ominous permission slip um, for Hogsmeade. Um, and that's pretty much it. Yeah. Good, good birthday. A 
real good birthday. A real good birthday and a really great first chapter of this book. Yes. I'm going to talk about this more later, like when we get to the end after we've discussed everything. But this first chapter, I started out reading it um, and I was just like, I this is why this is my favorite book. Like, it starts off so strong. I mean, first sentence, which, Jim, will you read it for us? Harry Potter was a highly unusual boy in many ways. For one thing, he hated the summer holidays more than any other time of year. For another, he really wanted to do his homework, but was forced to do it in secret, in the dead of night. And he also happened to be a wizard. Just a first paragraph. Just like a beautiful, just opening, great reintroduction to the world, to where Harry is. It says so much. Love it. Supremo. This is going to be me talking about this whole book. I'm just going to be in love the whole time. Honestly, okay, my biggest fear is that we are going to, like, get nitpicky with this book. Like, I'm afraid to, like, turn on this book because I love it so much. I was afraid about that. Sorry, afraid about that. Is that right? How you say words? I don't know. I was like worried about that. <laughs> um, but then I read the first chapter and I was like, nope. Um, already I feel the way I do when I read the third book. Like it has a different energy. Yeah. I feel like JK Rowling really hits her stride, book three. Like this is like she's into her um she's into her style. She knows how to do comedy. Yeah. Like, she knows what things are important and what not to, like, worry about. Like, everything's very concise, and I love it. I love this. I like how she recaps almost, and I think, all of the books. Like, how she brings you back into the world. If you hadn't read it or maybe forgot, like, she brings you up to speed really well. I think this one is my favorite one. So far? So far. <laughs> that we've, that we, well, that we've really analyzed, but I really like this one because... Um, I like doing it through the birthday presents and the birthday cards. I, it, it gives us a lot of information and I think it moves really quickly. Whereas some of them I don't feel move as quickly. Yeah. But this one goes really fast and it's funny. This one's really funny. And we can talk more about that while we go through yeah. in more detail. Um, this just in though from my mom, avid listener of the podcast. Um, there's a Harry Potter category on Jeopardy right now, tonight. Well, we would have gotten we that right. It. Uh, but actually, I, I maybe I'm speaking too soon because I also really love the Tauntaun Taffy. The um, fourth one? Uh, yes, I love yeah. the fourth. Actually, oh yeah, this is hard. This is hard. So I'm not going to speak That's why too I was soon. Like, I, I like a so lot of them. So far, this has been the best like intro into the world. Quick, like you said, like pretty succinct. I mean, I still love the first book. And like obviously that's all intro into the world. So we're really just comparing it with last year. Or last year, yeah. I mean, Chamber of Secrets to mm -hmm. this one for the recap. Yeah. But. but Chamber of Secrets to this one, definitely going to this one, I think. Yeah. I think I've spoken too soon to say best overall. Yeah, I don't, I can't, I can't say. Yeah. Good, fair, 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 fair. Um, I got too excited. But on that first paragraph, um, when does Harry ever enjoy doing his homework, though, TBH? Well, he doesn't have a lot of stimulation at the Dursleys, one. Yeah. Two, I, this, I, I have the same question, so I had been doing a lot of thinking about it. Two, I think it reminds him of Hogwarts. Yeah. And three, it's witching homework. So even though he doesn't really like that at Hogwarts, I feel like it, when he's at the Dursleys, he's like, oh, right, let's remember I am a wizard. Yeah, also he's like, when he can't do something to make someone do it more, probably. Right. Although um, him having to study under lamplight is so sad because yeah. as a lazy person, 
if it was that hard for me to do my homework, who could say that I would do it? But why can't he just, like, go to a park or something? Like, why? Because he has to use a fucking quill. This is what I don't understand, is why doesn't Boy just use a pen? Well, so they would know and Snape would say something. Well, okay, maybe you do potions homework under lamp, li- uh, under, like, with your quill. But uh, under your pe- bed, I don't know. But the other stuff, it's like, um, why are none of the Muggle-born students using pens? Like, that just does not seem... Because they're in it to win it with this world. Use, like, a, a ballpoint something, I don't know. I, it just seems so frustrating to me. I would never. There are splotches of ink on his sheets. I guess he's doing the laundry, so it doesn't matter. I just feel like he could go to, like, a nice secluded part of, like, the woods or something and just do his homework. I, that's what I think. He also can't have spell books out. He has an invisibility cloak. Ooh, that's true. Got him. Got him. <laughs> Good on. I only just thought of the invisibility cloak. Good in Molly. Um, but yeah, uh, when I was reading this book for the first time and um, subsequent later times of rereads, I did relate with this part because I myself was reading w- with my book light under yeah. my covers, you know, sneaking to read the books past bedtime. Yeah, I would fall asleep with my light on a lot. Mm-hmm. I was definitely doing a similar thing. It made me feel like I was Harry, even though... Um, I was clearly young and didn't realize that this was a byproduct of child abuse, that he had to do this. Yeah. Um, I do really like the definition of muggles, like, being weaved into his textbook. Like, that's how you get what muggles Mm -hmm. are. That was clever J.K. Rowling. And I like how it's, like, a subtle juxtaposition of, like, he's learning about witch burning and she's explaining who the Dursleys are. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I see you, J.K. <laughs> um, I like this, like, Gwendolyn the Weird woman um, <laughs> enjoying the tickle of being yes. burned alive by fire. What, <laughs> what an amazing little tidbit J.K. adds. I think she was poking a little fun. In a winky face kind of way. Yeah. I love it. Um, my next note says, dude, just use a pin. We've been over this. <laughs> um, I said, I love this scene with Uncle Vernon. Such a funny thing to imagine. The phone call? Yes. Yeah, I wanted to put that in as a quote. Okay. The whole phone call. It's so funny. And I also, this is like a standout thing that happens to me in this book. For some reason, it's like Dobby for me. Like, the third book, I think about Ron screaming on the phone almost as clearly as, like, I have an image so clear, it's like they put it in the movie. Like Yeah. Well, I definitely have the image because Jim Dale does a great job of it, but sometimes I think that this is also in the fourth one, like, right before the tongue-tongue taffy thing, Mm -hmm. um, because Arthur Weasley meets the Dursleys in that, and that's also, I, so... That's also with all the stamps. That's the yeah. fourth one is funny. Oh, that's maybe steps. that's why I think yeah. about it because they send it's the similar, letter. Like yeah. they don't know how to use. I just um, I'm really sad that that part's not in the fourth movie, and I'll talk about it again. But like, I just love that whole scene. <laughs> okay. Um, are they afraid to write him? Like, are they not allowed to write him letters? Like that. They, like, Harry's like, I haven't heard from them in a month, like, all summer. Like, Ron tried to call once, 
and um like, I think they'll get upset if they see the owl delivering things I guess yeah. as I guess is the point like there he's allowed to let Hedwig out if he promises that she won't bring letters but do they know that like Ron and Hermione know that they can't write him I think Hermione because they do I think Ron I think they make an exception for his birthday yeah. but Ron presumably calls Hermione and Hermione's like you're an well, idiot. Well doesn't call rights. <laughs> or writes Hermione and Hermione's like you're an idiot we need to back off for a while because immediately in her letter she's like how are you doing? I know Ron messed up which I feel like is just a foreshadow. Fast forward 25 years this is a letter she still has to write people. I'm sorry for what Ron did. How is everything? <laughs> Post his blunder. Uh Yes, I love it. <laughs> I think it's so cute, though, that Ron tried to call, like, a week in. He's like, oh, gotta talk to Harry. I know, that is really cute. And I mean, probably a little scary to use a telephone. I mean, yeah. it's, like, unusual. I am Ron Weasley. <laughs> is Harry Potter there? <laughs> and then Vernon being, like, holding His the phone away. Hogwarts. Oh, uh, I love J.K. Rowling's, uh, as narrator, sassy remark about this. Hermione Granger, Her the cleverest witch of their age, probably had, like, enough, sense. enough <laughs> sense to, to not mention the school. Like, amazing. <laughs> Just yes. so sassy. Poor Ron really gets a bad rap here. Um... Oh, uh, my next note says, Harry and Lane Kim would have gotten along. Loose oh, floorboards. Yes. For those of you who don't know that cool ref, Lane Kim is um, a character from the popular show Gilmore Girls, and she, like, hid her secret life from her very conservative, um... Korean Christian mother and, like, had to hide that she, like, liked punk music. And he was like... <laughs> yeah, and nail polish under the floorboards. Yes. So just similar. Harry does the same thing. Hides his, uh, his punk music and nail polish under the floorboards. Um, again, V depressing, like, about the birthday and never having, like, anyone acknowledge it. But I was like, how does he even know when his birthday is? Like... He must have seen it on, like, a certificate or something. Yeah. But, like, because his parents are not muggles, like, do they even keep that kind of paperwork? Like, birth certificates and things like that. I, well, I think they must Lily, have a give wizard Lily version. more credit because she's from a muggle family. But, like, why would she bother doing any of that? I think there must be, like, some magical version of birth certificate. Yes, but I don't know. Um, and also, maybe... Dumbledore would have, or McGonagall would have converted it. Like, both of those people are smart enough to know that yeah. they would need that. If they thought Harry was going to a loving home, they would need that medical history, you know, like, they would need yeah. the birth certificate for different things to sign him up for school. Or maybe Petunia did know when he was born. Well, Petunia they knew definitely they had knows because, uh, it's the birthday so close to Dudley. It's yeah. like, they make a note to say that in the first. Yeah, I think it might, because we know how good Dumbledore was, like, leaving a note on top of a sleeping child. Fair. I feel like Petunia might have just known when his birthday was. Yeah. Not really in her defense, but, like, she maybe just knew that deep. Um, sad, sad fan theory. You ready for it? She just knows it's sometime 
in, in July, July, and they just picked a random date. Yikes. Um, and I just, like, imagine, like, a six-year-old Harry, like, not getting anything on his birthday or even, like, acknowledgement of it, and yeah. it makes me so sad. Or even a five-year-old Harry, like, just... Well, when I he, just picked an age. No, I know, but I'm just saying, like, like, and having to see, you know, kids, I don't know, like, yeah. we've said this before, kids don't understand why they're not loved, and not even that Harry has a good reason, like, they have a good reason to treat Harry the way they do, but... Yeah. It's upset. It's upsetting. It made me very upset to think about that. And him, he's like, "Oh, I forgot my own birthday this time." Yeah. Yikes. Well, for like an hour. I know. It's still <laughs> sad. Uh, my next. <laughs> my next note says, "Is just a series of hahas." And then it says, Errol, exclamation point, exclamation point. Yes, And then Errol. it says, I love the image of two owls carrying their own parcels and carrying Errol. I know. Like, it's just, I love how much personality owls have in this universe, and ex- especially in this chapter. Uh, so funny. So funny. Hedwig looking very pleased with herself. Like, I know. And the tawny owl being like, I'm better than all of you. Yeah. <laughs> Errol, just go sit in my cage, will you? You pathetic creature. Oh, poor Errol. But he did come from Egypt. That's fair. That's a long journey. That is quite, quite a journey. Although, did, like, they take Errol with them? I have questions about that, but I'm not going to delve too far into that. I'm sure they took Errol with them, because how did they give Errol the parcel? Yeah, but, like, that's a weird thing to do when you're on vacation, is to take your owl with you. I don't think for, for wizards... Because I feel like that's, like, how you would send mail, like, postcards and stuff. Also, I guess, like, who... I don't know. Yeah, that's true. But, like, I feel like they have, like, owl days. Yeah, but I think if you have your own, like, why not? Like, like I don't see why you one. wouldn't... I don't see why you wouldn't bring your owl with you. Like, people bring their dogs with them on vacation all the time. Like, to Egypt? Not to Egypt, but I'm saying because they're wizards, the owl to Egypt isn't that weird. Well, I wonder how they got there. Like, did they take a port key, or, like... Definitely think they took a port key. Although, I really want to know how expensive the whole port key thing is. Like, is it as expensive as a plane? I think it is, like, expensive. Yeah. Because 700 galleons, and Ron's, like, most of it went to this trip, which I'm sure they had to have a place to stay and, like, food and stuff, but, like... I'm guessing, like, 700 Galleons is, like, a hotel in Egypt, though. No. Maybe? Like, so, oh, yeah, we, we... 700 Galleons is a lot. Right. Like, this is what I always go back to, is that Harry paid 10 Galleons for the Omni- Omnioculars, and that was expensive for the Quidditch World Cup. But, like... I think 10 Galleons is, like, 60 I do not think it is. I think 10, me, sometimes I see things that are $10, and I don't want to spend $10 on that because I'm, like, not worth it. I so, think, like, I'm not saying no, it's equal to $10. Were, like, I think it's, like, 25 Because I think Hermione was like, oh, these are expensive. And that's what I'm saying. Like, 25 seems expensive just for some glasses you're going to use once to look at a game. I do not think it's, it's, it's at like, 60 I think it's, like, 60 Like, I thought... Like, they sell t-shirts at, like, shows for, like, $60. And, like, Omnioculars are more, like, practical than that. Yeah. I don't know. I think it can't be, like, 60 
It doesn't matter. Anyway. Anyway. Also, anyway, we, we've tweeted JK before. We need to know the money system. Dobby, you couldn't have given Harry his letters, like, last year, like, after he found oh, yeah. out. I said thanks, Dobbs, when we were talking about how he had never gotten a card before. Yeah, like, also, even in that conversation, Dobby had been like, yeah, here they are, but, like, I was just trying to do a thing. Yeah, now, yeah, now that he knew, like, yeah, total agreement. But... Nice moment. He get him getting his first birthday card. I'm glad we get to read all of them out. Like so nice. Ron's so Ron's is so sweet. Like I feel like we all talk about Ron like not writing and stuff like that, but Ron is like a good friend. Yeah. Um, I just I said couldn't agree more to Harry saying Harry couldn't think of anyone who deserved to win a large pile of gold more than the Weasleys, who were very nice. And extremely poor. Yes. <laughs> but, like, yes. I couldn't agree more. Like, they are the most deserving family to win that. I just have some shout-out quotes from the letter. Do it. Um, I asked Dad, and he reckons I shouldn't have shouted. I know. Amazing, Ron. One of my favorite things in the fifth book is when Harry, like, thinks about the letters that Harry and Hermione would have written to him. And it's like, um... I'll ask Dad. Like, that's one of Ron's, like, lines from that. It's, like, so perfect. So perfect. And then another shout-out line. Sorry. Mom wouldn't let Ginny go in. Excuse me. Excuse me, Mrs. Weasley. Come on. Ron is barely a year older than her. Barely. Like, this sexism has got to end, Molly. Like, I get it. She's your baby girl. But that's ridiculous. She's the only one that can't go in. I she, mean, like, ha- was possessed I by the dark I hope it's because Lord. she's seen too many traumatic things. So, like, they're trying to protect her. Yeah, okay. Also, great gift idea, Ron. Like, that's, like, a great gift. A sneakoscope? Or a sneakscope? Whatever. I know! Sneakoscope. Sneakoscope. Yeah, I think yeah. I said it right the first time. Yeah. Great gift idea. Love it. So good. Um, uh, oh, sorry. I had just a couple more things before we get there. But yes, the sneak of soap is great. And I love that it freaks out about scabbers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which we don't know that. We don't know it yet. But like very good placement set up. Uh, Although the Beatles in the... Soup is, like, also disgusting. One, Fred and George, like, and to Bill, of all people, do that to Percy. But I think Bill's, like, a funny person to do it yeah, to because he, he would, wouldn't, he, like, he'll get, he'll think it was funny, too. I feel like the best person to do it to is Charlie. Yeah, okay, yes. You <laughs> and Ben and Bronson with your love for Charlie Weasley. Like, I love Charlie, too, I guess. I just, I feel, I've always been a Ben, a Bill fan. Um... Um, I want to know more about wizarding world, uh, wizarding from other places. Like, we get to see Bo Battens and we get to see, uh, Durmstrang, but I feel like we don't really get to know how their magical world is different from, um, from, uh, Hogwarts. And that might be because it's all in Europe, but if that's the case, I want to hear more about, like, African I know. Uh, magic. Like, what's that like? I don't know. I got really excited about that. Like, that just seems really cool. Um, yeah, I like, I like the little um, peek we get into it in the next book. Um, Goblet of Fire, like, during the Triwizard Tournament, we get, mm-hmm. like, little snippets of it, which is yeah. just really cool. And, like, 
Um, I totally agree. Like, I always want to know more about the exterior world. Like, if we got more books from J.K. Rowling, yes, I've already said I would love a prequel, but I would also, like, just love, like, take place in a different world or, like, mm -hmm. different area. Like, I just think that's really cool. Um, I don't need a sequel. I don't need that from her. <laughs> nope. I want more of the world or a prequel, which is still more of the world. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Percy with the badge attached to his fez. <laughs> Comedic <laughs> genius, J.K. Rowling. What a beautiful addition. Uh, yeah, and now I'm to sneak a scope freaking out about scabbers. Hedwig making sure Harry got something for his birthday. I know. If, if you didn't, uh, if you don't know what we're talking about in reference to Hermione says in her letter that, like, Hedwig went and found her and that she was just hoping. That, yeah. Like, and Hedwig doesn't even know, like, like, she wasn't around for Harry's childhood. Yeah. But, like, she knows what's up. Hedwig, amazing. And another example of how much personality that uh, owls get. And I love it. I love it so much. Um, also, so glad to see Hermione is hanging out with her parents. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. I was like, oh, you're in France with your parents that you don't love. How yeah. nice. Um, um, I mean, really the first three books, like, she has a good relationship with her parents. It's, like, the fourth one on where she's, like, mm, I'm a teenager and I love Ron and, like, I'm Audi. <laughs> Audi 5000. <laughs> this is my new family now. But that's kind of sad. Like, I can't wait to start talking about this discussion about Hermione. Most of her life is being a witch. And she has noted that she did feel out of place yeah. in the muggle world. So I feel like her distancing distancing herself from her parents is her just choosing the wizarding world as her place I think it's home. natural. I'm sure a lot of muggle-borns do that. And that's that. sad. Yeah. Like, although, like, Lily Potter, I don't think it was quite like that because they say that, that um, Lily's parents, like, loved the idea that she was a witch. And I think Hermione's parents are definitely, like, mm -hmm. they were proud, I think she says, but, like, they still don't get it. They're still not in that world and, yeah. like, can never be, so. Right. And I feel like there is pressure to pick. Because you can't do your magic in muggle, like, spaces and yeah. around muggles. And I, I don't know, I'm just thinking about it, like, with my family. Like, my extended family is always over. Like, I could just not. And you wouldn't be able to tell them because they would tell the entire world. I couldn't even, t my, my parents would have a hard time keeping this secret. So, yeah. I, I think that's hard. Um... Uh, my favorite, my next note is about Hagrid's letter. Are you there? Yeah. Oh, well, I said also a great gift. The, um, oh, yeah, he loves six that. Kit. And it comes back, like, later. Mm-hmm. He really loves that gift. And I love that he's like, yeah, Hermione's probably gonna get me a book. And then she gets him this thing that he yeah. loves so much. Like, perfect gift giving. What a great friend. Love it. Love. Um, and now to Hagrid's gift I put quotation marks around it because as you and I all know it is in fact the monster book of monsters book and uh Harry drops it and goes uh-oh 
That's my favorite part of the whole chapter. How do the Dursleys not wake up for this? Right. That's what I have that note too. Like it's he says he worries about scraping of a quill, but doesn't think this will wake them up. Yes, I also thought about the scraping of the quill. I was like, ugh, Harry, like, come on. Also, Hagrid, come on. At least put some instructions in your letter, like or some hints. No, he wants to be so... But no, just like, oh, you have to rub the spine. Like, that's all you... P.S. Rub the spine. Like, both Harry... Or both Ron and Hermione love the P.S. They both put it about Percy. Hagrid, just do a quick P.S. Oh, Hags. Um, Harry's countdown to Hogwarts. Like, his little cross-out thing. So sad. Also, why wouldn't Harry look at the list of books also? He just looks at the whole permission slip thing. I think he feels like, eh, I don't need to know the list of books because, you yeah. know. But also, I thought about this. Hagrid wants that to be a surprise, but aren't in the list of books, won't it say, like, this class is taught by Hagrid or no? No, I no. think it just has a list of books. Yeah. Because, like, with Gilderoy Lockhart, it didn't say. That's true. Yeah. Um... Um, also, okay, I'm at the Hogsmeade form. Um, I'm at the glad for the first time in his life that it was his birthday. Okay, that's, like, literally the last line. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Continue. Um, I was just giving you a hard time. No, I couldn't um, remember, sorry, in my notes, it looks like I have a lot more, so I yeah. wasn't, sorry. No, no, um, I was just gonna say, um, okay, this form is, like, such a big deal in this book and like it's so inconsequential to like everything else that happens like in the entire series agreed even what's happened in the two years previously that harry's like so concerned about this form also one you could easily forge it although i guess they probably have magical, probably have magical protections but i was just like i like it's such a big deal in this book and i think it's like cute like it is probably a big deal for most students to go to Hogsmeade, and I like that Harry takes it so, like, seriously. I like it because I think it is just a normal thing yeah, Harry would want to do. it's very normal. And like he says, like, in his, like, head, he wants to go to an all-wizard space because that's his home. Yeah. And I also think she's trying to put in a little bit of, this is what it's like to have parents that don't support you, like, these are the things that you don't get to do, yeah. and, like, some of the sad, like... It, it breaks my heart when he can't go to Hogsmeade. Like, it's sad and everyone that else and Ron goes. and Hermione yeah. can go. It reminds him probably of, like, when he was a kid and yeah. he was always left out. Yes. It really No, hurts. I think it's totally valid, but I also just think of how, like, later on, like, the idea of, like, not going to Hogsmeade is so insignificant. Yeah. Like... I yeah. also think it's ridiculous, this Hogsmeade thing, because they don't need permission slips from Hogwarts to do way more dangerous yeah. stuff. Like, what's up, Hogwarts? Like, the dueling club. Dueling club. <laughs> Triwizard Tournament. I think everyone should, they thought there should have been a memo going out to parents. Well, they're uh, supposed to be of age. No, I know, but not even participa participating in it. Like, they're, like... The fact that they're doing it. Yes, it's just, like... I mean, we wanted to do a play that was a little racy, and we had to have a note sent out to every theater parent in what the school. Play? It was Spring's Awakening. Um, we didn't do it because the parents said no. Yikes! All right, I'm at yes. The last um, God for the first time in his life said it was his birthday. I was like, be sweet. 
would be sweet. What a beautiful line. What a great end to the first chapter of this great book. Also, this whole book, spoilers for the rest of the book, <laughs> this book ends with him getting the permission slip. I know. Full circle. Full circle. Um, oh, God, I'm going to cry. That just Okay, just because the serious stuff really, like... It's oh, with in- that, I thought you meant, like, the best birthday ever, and I was like, all right. No, 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 no. Like, the serious stuff really gets to me, because I think this full circle, like, part of the reason I love Sirius so much is that you see him through this book struggle so much for it, and then he gets that parent figure, and this is, like, a physical representation of how much that means to Harry, you know? Like, getting this signed... And Dumbledore accepts it, and then Harry has this thing that's keeping him going for the next, you know, couple years. And to get that taken away, horrifying. But, uh, yeah. Oh, please don't even say that. Like, I can't right now. Like, I'm gonna be but thinking about the fifth book this whole time. I, okay, I, I'm gonna, my brain gets so conflicted in book three because I also hate the way everyone talks about Sirius. In general, because I know. That's so sad. But, um... Yeah, this is a really great first chapter. Really enjoy. Great. I uh, I don't know if my I really like this chapter, but I don't know if my points really reflect it because I have a hard I had a hard time like giving this chapter points because mm-hmm. it's like the first one in the book. So I only gave it like fifty points, but I really like this chapter. It's just like it's a base chapter. Like it is right. Just I, the what's happened. Oh, also it's his birthday. Um, I will say that I don't think I did my points based on the rest of the book, yeah. but based on other base chapters, and I gave it 70 points. Oh, so not that much. No, I didn't give it, yeah. like, 100 points, but I think yeah. it's a really solid first chapter. Yeah. I do, I think it's a great chapter, so I don't give it 50 points, like, in a bad way. It's just, like, it's a great starting off point. Yeah. Um, Rat or Champ? Which one do you want to do first? Um, we can do Champ first. Who's your Champ? Hermione. Mine's Hedwig. Oh, duh! Because of going to her Hermione. Yeah. I, that, like, was really sweet. Really sweet. And, like, yeah, just, like, he talks about Hedwig being his only, like, buddy Mm -hmm. and, like, how he misses her. It definitely should be Hedwig. Well, no, I I don't want to copy yours, but, like, that is, um... But I would have probably given it to Ron over Hermione, I think. I... I don't know. Well, not... Full disclosure, I didn't pick one. I forgot to do this part two. So I just like <laughs> said one based on our. <laughs> I mean, a good she, the broom servicing chapter. kid. The broom servicing kid is great. And I think I like the description, the like recap description yeah. of Hermione, I think is really cute. She's very clever. Mm-hmm. Um, who's your rat? Well, let me pick one now. <laughs> um. I chose Vernon out of any of the others because I always feel like it's Vernon that, like, puts the rules in place, like, that he, you know, had to put his spell books away and, like... Yeah, I just feel like he's not as active in it, so I want to do someone who's more active. Probably, okay, my uh, Monster Book of Monsters. Oh, (laughs) well, and the whole conversation with Ron and, like, they had that fight afterwards, and Mm -hmm. so Vernon's, like, prominent in that. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm gonna go with the Monster Book of Monsters as my rat. Hogwarts, Hogwarts, Hoggy, Hoggy, Hogwarts, teach us something, please. Quiz, 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 quiz. OWLs, OWLs, OWLs. 
Quiz, 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 quiz. <laughs> so, uh, Molly, do you want to go first or you want me to go first? I'll go first. Okay. Um, what century is, um, the witch burning that he's writing about take place in? 14 something. Yes. Well, just 14. Yeah. 14. Great work. Thank you. That's an O for outstanding. Um, um, uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> oh, there it is. I was like, where is this question? What essay does Harry have to write for Snape? Shrinking Potion. OWL! Woo! Great. You're so smart. So smarty smart. Um, I was prepared for you to ask me about the spell that Gwendolyn uses, um, which is like the free fire freezing or flame freezing. Yeah. And then no less than 47 times. Like, I was ready for this Well, quiz. I was ready for you to ask me about... Um, um, what's in the broomstick servicing kit? That's what I thought you were going to uh, ask. Um, okay, so if you want to tune in next week, um, name Marge's, Aunt Marge's dog. Like, what's the name of Aunt Marge's dog? That she brings with her. Oh. Perfect. Splendid. So, um, yeah, just, like, keep turning those dials. This has been another episode. I'm <laughs> It just sounded like this is another episode. I'm Molly. I'm Alex. And this has been Potter Watch. (laughs) What if we did that at the end of every episode? We'd be obnoxious, I think. I think we already are a little bit. Yeah, but like I think that really puts us over the edge. Like there's adorable obnoxious, and then there's like too far. I'm on the edge with you. Oh, I I was going I'm on the edge of glory. Oh, I went with Gaga. Gaga. I'm on the edge. Of glory. We were doing the same song. Oh, but I was just at a different part. Yeah, I well, just isn't it with that. you? Isn't doesn't she say like I'm on uh, the edge with you? No. Maybe I just Maybe, said no, I think wrong. that might be later. I'm on the edge of glory and I'm hanging on with you. I'm on the edge. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's just it's I mean I might have gotten it wrong. I'm on the edge with you. That's how she ends it. That's where I was. Yeah. I was at the end. Okay. I was at the climax. There you go, there you go. Um, great. So we're on the edge I'm with glad you. glad we figured that out. Glad you guys are all on the edge of your seat for the next episode. We're ready. Tune in. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Mischief managed. Bum, bum, ba, bum, 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 bum.